Welcome to the Real Estate 401k Show. Here are your hosts, Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein, and Justin Frederick, helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate. Powered by the Recon Group at West USA and the Frederick team with Fairway Mortgage. NMLS number 625918. All right, pretty, uh, pretty excited to have, um, and this is really interesting, but we have Todd Menard, our Chief Operations Officer here at West USA Realty here in the great state of Arizona. But Todd, I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, you and I, you're you're like my oldest friend in real estate. Oh, like like when I, I got started, I got my license in December of 2002. You were my broker, um, and it's just crazy. This has been incredible to know you all these years. It is. I'll let it go at that. Okay, that's a <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we Nothing we, to be we said do about Mike on that. Can we hear some stories about Mike? <laughs> got some hot. What's the stories. weirdest call that Mike? gave you oh that's the easiest one yeah Yeah. no the easiest one is the hot tub story yeah mike calls me on the the phone and he says to me he says uh he said by the way i have the seller from a property that we did a lease purchase on (laughs) and uh you know the the buyer tenant didn't want the hot tub so i took it and i put it in the house i didn't take it i bought it well i didn't know that even to this day i didn't know that but nor does it matter yeah and so anyway so the uh the deal wasn't going through and the seller was like i want my hot tub back mike's like what do i do because the sheriff's department showed up my house right this was your first transaction yeah Yeah. it was my first transaction and my first call to my broker and and todd pretty much said uh yeah you're uh you you need to return that hot tub it was easy (laughs) it cost me 500 bucks each way (laughs) to to move this thing because i was living in goodyear and this thing was in uh, Fountain Hills. Wow. But that was that, the yeah. good old days, Todd. You know what? It was. It was. I've been reminiscing lately with Alan Turner and everybody else. Yeah, some good times. Some but good times. we're here to talk about the future uh, and what a lot of people don't know, but you are, I consider, our a resident economist here for uh, West USA Realty, a, a major, major voice when it comes down to the Arizona real estate market, understanding trends, understanding numbers. Uh, and helping it make sense. But right now, and I think it's unfounded, but there is just a, I think there's a misconception of what's really going on in the market. People whispering into other people's ears, and these people who are doing the whispering don't know it, don't know the numbers. But, you know, the 30,000 foot view right now, how does the Arizona real estate market look, and what should we know as consumers? Well, I think the benefit of having someone that you listen to on a more regular basis uh, that you vetted early on, uh, because what's really important is the change. What do you see changing from maybe what numbers you would like to see versus what numbers they are versus, you know, you you see something change in the wrong direction trend-wise, and all of a sudden uh, you stop doing what is the most important thing you can do, which is engage, learn more. I mean, Typically, what happens when people don't buy or don't sell, it's basically because they really just don't understand what's going on in the market at that one point in time. You know, I talk to Justin regularly, and one of the things that we discuss is that my, condol- in, my condolences. Yeah, 1940, you know, for, let's go a little longer, 55, 1955, uh, a mortgage costs people about 40%, 45% of their income. Mm-hmm. And so in 1975, uh, it cost people somewhere between 38 and 41 percent of their income, and in 19, in 2005, it cost people somewhere around 41. What am I saying? 41, 41. 
if you look at what it costs people today, it's still 41% of so their income. So nothing's changed. Well, it, it, you know, prices, my father bought his first house, it was $16,000, and it uh-huh. was 1,500 square feet. You know, that same house today sells for $560,000. The loaf of bread was $0.05. Cents, now it's $5. The gas was $0.15. Cents, now it's $5. You know, so inflation, homes are next to gold, in my personal opinion, uh, as an inflation fighter. So the importance is to know the numbers. Have someone that you can rely upon to tell you what's going on. So that being said, right now in Arizona, we have the strongest gross domestic product in Arizona than almost any other state uh, in the union. And that means our, our job growth is, is, is uh, impressive and above what the average is in the United States. It means that uh, our population increase is increasing, which is causing some pressure on low inventory. Uh, there is, uh, ju- you know, the economic tax base. It's, it's, yes, it's more expensive to live in Arizona than it was five years ago, but it's still less expensive if you look across the country. Uh, you know, it, it's still maintaining approximately that same, uh, that same position of, of affordability. So, um, you know, that being said, you know, in Arizona right now, we're having a steady 2% decline of, of inventory on a regular basis uh, per week. It's, it's, uh, it's declining at about 2%. Depending the people that are in the marketplace, uh, there aren't enough people in the marketplace. Uh, we're sitting right now at somewhere around 4,400 on an average, and we need about 5,500. So the numbers that we talk about every single week when we do the market statistics and the things that we do, Mike, um, those are what people have to plug into. You've got to know. So when you see something changing, uh, well, one other piece before I go down that road. You know, interest rates, Justin, you know, 7%. I bought my first house in 1986, and I paid 13.9%, and I thought I got a deal. I, yeah. pay, I, you know. I paid 7.5% in 1998, but that's because I, I think that was more of a credit issue. I thought <laughs> Citibank was calling just to say hi every month, and uh, <laughs> later on I learned they were like, hey, you're past due. <laughs> they don't make calls to yeah. their good clients. No, <laughs> no they don't. No. So, you know, so having that information, you know, and now people who never saw uh, 7% before as an adult are now thinking that the world's crashing yeah. and everything's bad. And, and what I tell people about interest rates, regardless of where interest, rates, where interest rates are, Todd, they're just one of the numbers. There's so many other pieces that go into it, and I think it's, I think it's dangerous just to get fixated on interest rates because if you don't know how money works, you don't know how these interest rates work and what's going to be happening in the future, you could, you could f- be frozen in time mm-hmm. – and then wake up one day, like so many Americans have done, I wish I would have. Yeah, you get ready for retirement, and there's nothing there. And, you know, the, the other piece about the uh, owning a piece of property is that it, people don't take into consideration that it's continually appreciating. Mm-hmm. So be it maybe 4 4.5%, whatever the numbers are. You know, after the – in 2008, I remember uh, the National Association of Re- uh, Realtors, Lawrence Yun, uh, who's the chief economist, saying he looked back and took the position of where the property prices were in 2000 – I think it was 12. And looking back to like 1965, the oldest recorded data – on the housing market, and he said it's averaging 4%. Wow. So even though you had peaks where it was 30%, you know, the prices went up 30% like we just saw a couple of years ago, 28%. Uh, the market always recovers in that sole ability, that, 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 that level of, uh, you know, that equilibrium is 4%. 
So, and even yeah. if, even some people say, well, only 4%. At the end of the day, you have to have a roof over your head. You have to have a place to live. So might as well make money on whatever that, that I was going to say vehicle. It's not like we're living yeah. in a van down by the river. I'm not talking about that kind of vehicle. I'm talking about a medium in which yeah. you're going to live in a live somewhere because you have to live somewhere. And you can either help invest in somebody else's real estate 401k program by renting from them, or you can invest in your own. It's like somebody said once years ago, they said, would you rather earn, have me pay you a million dollars a year, or would you rather have me pay you one penny per day compounded? One penny per day. One compounded. penny per day compounded is so much more money, but that's the piece that the average human mind doesn't allow to sink in. They Instant can't interpret it. Well, you know, they just think the number is what's important. They don't look at the total financial picture. So in this particular case, you know, when we say 4%, it's 4% of what it was today. And then a year from now, it'll be 4% of what it is in the future value. So I don't know. If you look back at the historic value of real estate, I don't know of one property today that's not worth more than it was in 1950. I got a question for you, Todd. So uh, I love what you said uh, about the pressure of the housing market, basically, on what's what's available out there. Now, uh, as our consumers are watching right now, um, we had a couple years ago, we had the 28, 30% increases in market mm -hmm. values. But does it tell you, based on the statistics that you're looking at, that we have a supply issue? Are we going to – could we see – once those interest rates start dropping back down, could we see a huge appreciation happen again just because we don't have the supply in Arizona? No, that's a good question. It's just the wrong word. Um, appreciation isn't what's happening. Uh, and when people look at the average sale prices of what's sold, that has nothing – if it's gone up 28 percent, has nothing to do with what your individual property is appreciated for. Because as the market subsides, everything corrects itself. Mm -hmm. And so, sure, if, if we had – 28%, which we had two years ago, three years ago now, um, you know, that market has already rescinded. You'll remember in December of this past year, the prices were dropping. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what was once up to as high as $400 a square foot is now back down to 280 So it's So if you pay, that's the, this is the piece that I've been trying to educate realtors on for a long time, which is, you know, your consumer, when you put someone in a home, you should never recommend to a consumer really that they pay more than comparable value. Fair market value is any buyer, willing buyer and a willing seller coming together. Right. But from that particular point. So to answer your question, appreciation, that, that's not the word. Um, yes, if the market appreciates 28%, it's going to come back down. So that if you – and if you did, let's pretend if it didn't, it would take you how many years? Five years, six years to recover that amount of jump at four percent average appreciation. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So the but the benefit is it does settle, it does come back. So well, and, and I look at it a little bit differently because a lot of people are saying, okay, we we saw uh, we saw the spike a couple of years ago. Market went out of control, and everybody's like, okay, well the market's going to crash because property values are now dropping. I personally don't see it as property values dropping. I see it as a lot of people got caught with their pants down and way overpaid. And this is not necessarily the market dropping or home prices dropping as much as just leveling off, correcting itself to where it needs to be. And real estate isn't always the center of any recession we're in. You know, we've been through 
right. multiple <laughs> multiple yeah. recessions exactly so you know what happened recently was that the commodities reset so the price of lumber the price of cement the price of copper everything went up causing homes to be worth having a new construction home costing 30% more than it did before those numbers don't recede but if you look back at the housing cycle every 30 years there's that commodity reset and then but wages are always the very last thing to mm-hmm. recover so again, I would tell people right now if you're gonna if you're stigmatized by what's going on in the marketplace right this particular moment, don't be. Um, if you pay you know seven percent today and the rates go down to five and a half percent, obviously Justin, you can refinance those people yep. and, and put them back to wherever the uh, the lowest possible number is. But one thing is for sure, um, that house is not going to be worth. 20 or 30 percent less. All right. So you obviously have uh, you raised some beautiful girls. Yes. And um, and even better than that, they gave you some wonderful grandchildren. They did. Nine now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did you? I just heard that the uh, original Brady's Bunch house is for sale. Yes, I did too. <laughs> How much is it going for? Yeah, I think it was like five million. Five million, wow. but it's been renovated. And they said it's a lot smaller than than what you would think it is. But I just wonder if it's haunted. Yeah, never know. And then Ashland's over here is like the Brady's yeah. Bunch. What the heck Who are you guys? That? You are going to have to disclose mm-hmm. that in the SPDS. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in California. You never know what's going on yeah, in California. Yeah, that. But uh, but if your grandchildren or one of your daughters came to you and just said, I don't want to buy, I don't want to invest in real estate right now because I'm just afraid that the market is going to crash. What's your response? Well, fortunately, they pay attention to what I tell them, so they don't have that question. But if they did come to that question, I would say, first of all, I'd I'd say it is the blue collar workers 401k. It is your retirement account. You are, you know, when you get down there, I don't care how to the point of retirement, I don't care how much money you, your pensions have or things of this nature, you'll have earned more probably from your real estate than any other vehicle that you have. And that's including corporate matching of, ta- of dollars. Uh, so that's the first thing. Second thing, I try to find out why they're worried. What is what is keeping them out of the marketplace? This is one of those situations where you don't necessarily have the answers until you've identified why. And so you really have to ask them and you have to say, why are you afraid of this marketplace? Um, you know, what what information can I provide you? And this is probably, Mike, where I would have to take my own intuitiveness into consideration. Um, I would have to find out what that question actually is for each individual child, and then I would have to formulate my plan behind the scenes to be able to go back to them and say, well, you know, here, here's why. Here's, here's how you should overcome that, or here's why that philosophy isn't as good, but you have historical data. Well, that just shows that you are just a better parent than I am, because I would I'd have just been like, "Suck it up, Buttercup. Let me just let, let me just throw it down and 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 talk that and you're doing and, and yeah. shake that nonsense out yeah. of yeah. Typical parent. But, but but part of it for me too yeah. is, uh, and I I just. And I'm going to only speak for the Arizona market. I can't speak for no, the no, California real estate market or whatever the case is. Is I just don't see right now a scenario where our market can crash, even with high interest rates. We don't have enough inventory to meet demand. We have more plants being built that are going up in the next five years mm-hmm. all around the valley. Uh, Every time I turn around, a new company's announced that they're moving their operations here to Arizona. When I just look at the numbers, the, the thought that the market's going to crash or something catastrophic is going to happen in the near future, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I can't see a path outside 
of something catastrophic happening at the Palo Verde plant. And, well, you know, if that thing blows up, then we're all yeah, screwed. It's not the only <laughs> nuclear plant <laughs> um, here in Arizona. Uh, well, to that particular point, uh, we can't predict the future, but what I do and what my statistics prove and provide is what I call an overlay. So I don't get too wrapped up into what's causing it externally. I look more at, okay, have I seen this pattern over the last 32 years I've been doing this? And I've been tracking now for 27 of those 32 years. So I have data that goes back that far. MLS only goes back for seven years now. So I can look back at all of those cycles and I can lay them like a transparency, one on top of another, and I get a chance to see, okay, what did the market have to do to come out of that market? What did, what did mm. realtors have to do? What did consumers have to do? And for me, that gives me a little bit of a jump start. It still doesn't predict the future. It doesn't say yeah. this is the be-all means solution. But it gives me the opportunity to be able to look at it and say, wait, wait a minute. This happened once before, and here's how you know, it, they recovered. Justin, why can't you sound that smart? Because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I can deal with the loan side of things very well, but obviously well, Todd's been doing his homework for a long time, and I appreciate it. All right, that. Todd, we appreciate you. Thank My you pleasure. so much. This is Todd Menard, the Chief Operations Officer for uh, West USA Realty. We are the Recon Group at West USA Realty, and if you'd like to have a deeper discussion into the market conditions, how we see the market, and one of the best ways to invest and build a retirement, we encourage you to text the word WEALTH to 623-AZ-RECON. That's the word WEALTH to 623-AZ-RECON. And Todd, we always say if you can't spell the word WEALTH, then you probably shouldn't be texting us. <laughs> There's your sign. Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate 401k Show. If you want more information on how to build wealth, click on the link or text us at 623-297-3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON. 